Welcome to Taking Back Her Brain with Love, the only podcast using neuroscience and self-coaching strategies to rewire your brain to get the results you want in your life. With your host, Coach Amber Lynn. Hey there, and thank you for joining me today on Taking Back Her Brain with Love. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about taking back our brain from the feel-good myth and the myth that life should be fair. Even though I'm sure we've learned that since kindergarten life isn't fair, our brain tells us that something is wrong when it's not fair. It tells us the myth that we should always feel only feelings that make us feel good. Like calm and peaceful, love and appreciation, acceptance, success, and so on. Especially nowadays with social media, we feel this constant pressure to be perfect, to be positive, to be upbeat, and to constantly be beautiful or at least photogenic, right? We have this strong pull to want to feel good all the time. And if we don't feel good, it's a problem and we need to do something to feel better, right? Our brain is on a constant comparison train. It's not fair that I feel the way that I do. I um, look at other people and how happy they are. I should be that happy. I shouldn't feel anxious, overwhelmed, sad, or alone, or any of those uncomfortable emotions. Our brain wants to tell us that it's a problem. But guess what? Life is 50-50. You will hear me speak this truth over and over again on my podcast because our brain constantly needs this reminder over and over again because it wants us to believe otherwise. It wants us to believe that life shouldn't be 50-50 and that it should always feel good. There is no universal manual that says life is supposed to always be happy, fair, or pleasant. We even teach our kids that life isn't fair. Teachers, parents, we teach this to our children, but our brain is constantly comparing and saying that life is not fair and we should give in and are like, I know we should be in that happy relationship. We should be beautiful. We should have met all of our goals. We should have bought in that house that we wanted to buy. We should be married. We should have been able to travel to that vacation that they got to travel to. Whatever the thing is that our brain really wants, we have this should have already gotten it. This entitlement that we should have the thing that we want in our life and that thing would make everything better. When we are on this myth train, we want to control or change our circumstances or other people to make it fair to ourselves and to our brain but it is not our circumstances or other people. It is our thoughts. Our thoughts are creating this feeling of unfairness. Even if we did change our circumstances or we change that person and their response or their behavior, something else would always happen that would trigger this same thought pattern because it's a thought error. A thought error is a pattern of thought that is wired into our brain to compare and increase pleasure. So it wants us to indulge in this thought error. Because if we believe that we should have what they have, right, then we start to 
ruminate on it. Then we start to buffer through our feelings and not want to feel how we feel. So then when we start buffering, then we start resisting our reality and resisting our feelings. And then we start doing anything but the action that would actually get us closer to where we want to be. Whenever we are on that comparison train, we have to look at our thoughts about why or how something is unfair. Why is our brain thinking this? Most likely our brain is holding us back with a belief that we are entitled to something. We are feeling entitled to feel happy, to feel loved, to feel something. And most likely it's telling us that we should feel that way all the time, or we're entitled to that result that we want. We have these feelings and these thoughts or these thought beliefs that we should not have to feel uncomfortable or negative emotions along the way. We have these thoughts and beliefs that we are entitled to feeling good all the time. We are entitled to feeling positive, happy, loving, and loved all of the time. And then when we don't, our brain tells us this is not fair. Something is wrong. Then it wants us to compare how so-and-so is always happy, right? That person that our brain goes to when we compare. But guess what? It's another lie your brain is telling you because they are human and they feel uncomfortable emotions too. Believe it or not, they are not always happy. They are not always motivated. They're not always inspired. That is just a lie your brain wants to tell you to keep you in your comfort zone. We only have control and power over our thoughts and our feelings when we step into awareness around them. With time and practice, we have control over learning how to think thoughts on purpose and with intention to create feelings that we want to feel. But first, we have to learn awareness of these thought errors and these social myths. So when your brain gives you the lie, I deserve to feel happy more often or all of the time, that's your signal to kind of stop, recognize the thought, step into awareness that this is normal, this is what the brain does, but maybe take a few moments to write it down, write down the thoughts that your brain is giving you. Why is this unfair? Why am I believing that I'm entitled to whatever it is? to being happy, to not feeling depressed, to not feeling anxious. Like, why am I feeling entitled to not feel the way that I'm feeling? When we take time to really write down our feelings, then we see all of these thoughts that our brain has been telling us that may have been subconscious. This will reveal to you a lot of thoughts and beliefs that your brain is holding on to. The only thing that we are actually promised is that we get to live the human experience. And unfortunately, the human experience is learning to feel all of the feelings, all of the uncomfortable feelings and comfortable feelings. The only thing we are actually entitled to is the opportunity to learn and grow from all situations, experiences, and relationships. The only thing we deserve or are entitled to is to be able to feel every single human emotion.
because we are not robots. We cannot control our circumstances or our experiences, but we can control how we choose to react. We are humans. We are not entitled to feel any feeling all of the time. I know it's hard and you want to disagree with me and your brain is probably disagreeing with me, but really let that sink in. We are not entitled to feel loved all of the time. We're not entitled to feel appreciated all of the time. We're not entitled to feel peace and calm all of the time. You're probably wondering like, why do you, why are you telling me this Amber? Well, because when we have this belief that we're entitled to positive feelings or comfortable feelings all of the time, it's a thinking process that actually leads us to resisting our current feelings. It leads us to thinking thoughts like feeling negative emotions are a problem, they need to be fixed, and we can't feel this. We have to run away, we have to avoid it. And then when we have these thought patterns that think that we should be happy all of the time, and then when we're not, and we start resisting reality, then we get in the buffer cycle. We buffer, then we resist these feelings. Then we try to act out our feelings or action our way to a different feeling. Then we're judging ourselves the entire time. And then when we're judging ourselves, we're criticizing ourselves and we're not showing up for ourselves. And we're resisting our true reality the entire time. This thought error leads us to indulge in false pleasures through the buffering cycle, right? We take action to hurry up and feel better, to get out of the feeling, which was already only temporary, right? We stop going towards our dreams or our goals because it doesn't always feel good. So if it doesn't always feel good, then we must be doing something wrong, right? We must not be taking the path that leads us to the goal because we should always be inspired and motivated. And then we stop taking the action that would actually reach us or take us to reach our goal. When this feel-good myth appears in our family dynamics or in our relationship dynamics or our work environment or even our friendships, and we feel like we should always feel good all the time in our relationships, then we feel an uncomfortable emotion, right? Something comes up, a miscommunication. We feel shame. We feel rejection. We feel judgment or failure. Then we think something has gone wrong. Something isn't working or something in our relationship isn't working or the person isn't working. And we may start avoiding people. We may start blaming them for how we're feeling. We may notice ourselves becoming reactive or impulsive to how we're feeling. Instead of really being curious and asking ourselves, why are these feelings a problem? Instead of realizing that life is 50-50, right? And really seeing what is happening, we just become impulsive and re reactive because we don't want to feel the way that we feel. Because our brain so badly wants us to get out of these uncomfortable feelings. So we stop showing up for ourselves in the way that we want to. We stop showing up for others the way that we want to. We blame others for how we feel, right? We avoid our feelings. So we don't learn to feel our feelings. We don't get to live the entire human experience and reach the goals we wanna reach 
because we stop feeling our feelings. And when we stop feeling our feelings, we're no longer part of ourselves or within ourselves. And then we stop becoming reflective. And when we stop becoming reflective, we're no longer in a state of awareness. And if we're not aware, then we're not using our prefrontal cortex and we're only letting our amygdala lead the way. And then we're going around life with our unmanaged mind. And that's fine. But it may not get us what we want in life. It may not lead us towards the goals that we actually want to have. And those of us with anxious attachment have a really hard time processing when things go wrong or don't feel secure in a relationship. Our nervous response system gets triggered a lot easier and quicker. Our amygdala gets activated and our prefrontal cortex, like everyone's, goes offline. And it's so important that we notice this about ourselves so that we can jump in, especially when things pop up in relationships, right? And we perceive them as problematic because we don't feel secure. We don't feel safe. We feel like we've been rejected. And to us, that's like a huge thing. But that's okay. If we take the time to learn and to know that it's okay not to always feel excited and immense happiness inside of a relationship and it's okay to feel sadness and uncomfortable feelings and that it's part of the relationship process and we start practicing feeling those feelings with our brain we teach our nervous response system to react with less intensity this thought error is also seen when we are trying to reach a new goal or develop a new habit or routine but then something happens, right? That makes us feel not happy or not motivated. We didn't follow the plan or we got off schedule that one time. So we got off track, which means we must not really want the goal. It's not supposed to be, or maybe it's just not meant for me. We give up when we feel an uncomfortable emotion of shame, rejection, judgment, failure. Then we think something has gone wrong or the goal isn't right, the routine isn't right, so we have to start over or we have to figure it out or we're confused. But that's all normal, but that's what our brain wants to do to keep us in a state of confusion. If we're in a state of confusion, if we're in a state of you know, feeling like what we're doing is not working, then we're in a state of comfort. Our energy is being conserved, we're not you know, going towards things that are outside of our comfort zone. We're not challenging ourselves. And that's what our brain wants because that's what it's used to. But instead of asking ourselves or instead of indulging in this habit that our brain wants us to, we could ask ourselves, why are these feelings a problem? Why is it a problem that our brain is not motivated? What if we learn that the feeling unmotivated is part of the process and it's just our brain's way of conserving energy and it's not a problem. It just wants to increase pleasure. It wants to decrease pain and that's just part of the, pro the process. What if we asked ourselves, why is it a problem that we don't want to do something new? What if it's not a problem that it's a hard thing to do? What if it's not a problem that it's challenging for us to develop this new habit? What if us not wanting to do it 
is just part of the process, but it didn't mean that we didn't have to do the thing that is new, hard and challenging and makes us feel all those uncomfortable feelings that we don't wanna feel. Instead, realizing that life is 50-50, that we're not supposed to feel good all the time, and that it's okay that we feel uncomfortable emotions, we learn how to show up for ourselves in the way that we want to. We understand how learning to feel all of our feelings actually gets us closer to our goal and is part of the process. We learn not to resist reality. We learn not to buffer and numb, which then allows us to feel uncomfortable emotions, but also allows us to feel those good, fun, happy emotions with more depth. We become self-reflective and push ourselves to feel these emotions and take action anyways, because we planned ahead of time that we were going to feel these uncomfortable feelings. We can feel uncomfortable emotions and still take action that we decided to take. When we are open to feeling any emotion, nothing can stop us. What if we didn't think we were entitled to only feeling happiness? What if instead we felt that we were entitled to feeling all of our emotions and that it was all part of the process that was getting us closer to our goal? How would you show up for yourself? What would you do differently? I hope you guys have a great day and go out there and accomplish those goals and feel those feelings. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, don't forget to like this podcast and share it with anyone you think it could benefit, which in my opinion is all of your friends. It is my life's mission to get this podcast and content out to all women. Please remember to follow me on Instagram at Taking Back Her Brain. You can also find my website at www.takingbackherbrain.com and sign up for a free consultation call. I will also be starting an eight-week coaching program where you will have access to me as a one-on-one coach for an hour a week, along with access to my private Facebook community and access to all of my content. I absolutely look forward to working with you. If you have any questions, please email me at amberlynn at takingbackherbrain.com because I would love to hear from you. Have a great day and I'll see you next time.